Welcome to the energy update for the week of May 18th, 2020, presented by the Institute for Energy Research. I'm Alex Stevens, and joining me over the phone is IER's Deputy Director of Public Policy, Jordan McGillis. Jordan, what do we have going on this week at IER? Thanks, Alex. Our recent work has taken a look at how the coronavirus pandemic has affected energy markets at a rather, a rather granular level. Um, in our recent coverage, we've highlighted how 2019 looked and how 2020 was forecast to look. And then uh, we've assessed the actual data and we've discussed how things have drastically changed. So with respect to 2019, it was really a banner year for American energy production. U.S. production in 2019 was higher than its energy consumption for the first time in 62 years. Some people would call that energy independence. Uh, what we mean when we say it at IER is that the U.S. is now using less energy that it's produce than it's producing. Um, so there's that opportunity for export, and we're reliant less upon energy that's produced elsewhere and less reliant on energy that is subject to uh, geopolitical turmoil. So that's very good news. In fact, uh, total U.S. energy production was up 5.7% in 2019, and demand was slightly lower than in the previous year. So some positive motion was a front or was a foot, pardon me. But of course, that has, has really changed in the last few months. Uh, we're now seeing that demand is dropping precipitously, as we would expect, as people are remaining in their households and, and less trade is going on. In the first week of May, petroleum demand was 15.35 million barrels per day, which was 25% lower than it was at the beginning of March. So in two short months, we've seen about a quarter of petroleum demand uh, drop. And of course, the the consumer level impact of that and the consumer level experience of that is that people are using less gasoline. Household vehicle travel across the contiguous U.S. fell by about 70% when you compare the first uh, couple of weeks of March with the first couple of weeks of April. So very, very significant drop. And as a result, prices are very, very low. And um, there's a need for a lot of petroleum to go into storage. And so we're seeing on that side of things, uh, increases in crude oil inventories. As of the end of April, the Energy Information Administration reports that U.S. commercial crude oil inventories, excluding those in the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, are at about 500 million barrels, uh, which is 12% above the most recent five-year average for this uh, time of year. And at that level, inventories may soon pass the record set, set which was in March 2017, of 535 million barrels. So there's a lot of crude being stored right now. But there are still positive developments going on in the energy world. Recently, a new alloy, Alloy 617, was added to the American Society of Mechanical Engineers uh, Boiler and Pressure Vessel Code. This is what sets the standards for nuclear reactors in the United States. And this new inclusion in the code uh, means that Alloy 617 can be used in the design and construction of the next generation of nuclear reactors that are being developed. That will include molten salt reactors, high temperature reactors, gas-cooled, and sodium reactors. And this alloy is useful because it has an ability to maintain its strength at high temperatures while simultaneously resisting corrosion. It's also remarkable for its lack of creep, which means that unlike some other metals, uh, it doesn't change shape over time at high temperatures, which is an essential quality for new reactor designs that operate at twice the, the standard uh, temperature rate. So Alloy 617 is a bit of good news amid 
uh, a lot of negative news, unfortunately, on the energy side of things as we deal with this coronavirus pandemic. Great. As always, those articles and all this information can be found on our website, instituteforenergyresearch.org. And one last thing I want to highlight for our listeners is tonight at 7 p.m., the American Energy Alliance is hosting a watch party of Michael Moore's new controversial film, Planet of the Humans. And for our radio listeners, this event will have already taken place by the time you're listening to this, but there's a ton of content on IER's website covering this. I would particularly recommend a blog post by IER senior economist David Kreutzer titled We Disagree With You, So Shut Up, where he talks a little bit about the documentary and points of agreement and disagreement. Uh, you can find that article and all this information that we've discussed, once again, instituteforenergyresearch.org. Until next week, I'm Alex Stevens.